Welcome to another episode of Audio Blobs. I'm Matt. And I'm Danny. Uh, and this week we've got a couple more bits and pieces of gear that we want to go through. Um, so I think, Danny, you're going to go first this week. Uh, yes, I've been looking at uh, Slate Digital's new delay plugin, Repeater, um, which they actually released shortly after we did the last podcast. Yes. Um, they've had a lot of stuff queued up for release. They've had a lot of stuff on their website. It's coming soon for quite a while. Um, so they chucked out the uh, Verb Suite Classics, yep. which we played with a couple of weeks ago. And then last week they put out Repeater, which is their delay equivalent. So it works the same. They, they've kind of created it the same way. It's been built in uh, collaboration with the guys at D16. Oh, cool. Um, who did a uh, great delay plugin. Oh, these are the guys that did the punch box. Yes. The punch box is amazing. For those yes. of you who haven't checked it out, have a look at the punch box. They also did, so I've just got their website up, they also did a delay called Sigmund, um, which is really, really good. And their stuff is really affordable. They've done loads of different things. Um, just flicking through their effects, uh, they've got limiters and bit crushers and flangers and reverbs and choruses and all of that good stuff. And they're all really well-priced. 40 euros tends to be the price of their effects. They're very, very um, well-priced. Is this the same... This isn't the same situation with Slate Digital where you pay like a subscription, though. So no, these are these like one-off costs. these are their prices, yeah. You can actually go to their website and you can buy the repeater. So the repeater comes in the uh, subscription package that Slate Digital offer. Okay. Um, but unlike with Verb Suite Classics and Liquid Sonics, because Liquid Sonics didn't do this, D16 are offering it to purchase. Just, just a, a one-off. Just a one-off perpetual license. You own the license for the delay, and that's at 89 euros. Uh, obviously, you get it in the in the package. Yeah. So you can you can you can buy this one completely independently, or you can go and get it through the subscription thing. They also do uh, a load of really cool synths. Kind of 808, 909 type drum machine awesome. emulators. Obviously, they don't call them that. Uh, and they do Punchbox, which is a bass drum synthesizer, which I have been playing with and we will look at in the next few weeks. Yeah. Because I think there's nothing more joyous. We think than... we might uh, we might get one of our drummer friends in to come and uh, yeah, that would to be come cool, and help actually. us with that. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Um. Yeah. There's nothing better than a complete VST instrument dedicated to making kick drum sounds. And it does nothing but kick drums, which I think is great. But um, no, So, the repeater. Repeater's just brilliant. Um, I've used it on a couple of mixes already, uh, and it just blows everything out of the water. They've done a really, really good job on this. Um, it's emulating a load of old delay models. Awesome. Now, I'm not sure how they've done the emulation. Um, I don't know if it's impulse response type stuff or anything like that. Okay. Um, obviously, none of them are named. But there's there's a good kind of 25 different types of uh, digital delays. Ev everything from kind of modern digital delays back to old tape delays. So up until now, I've always used Echo Boy, which okay. is sound toys. Yeah. Um, it's that's a nice delay as it's well. It's a really, really a good delay. It's it's been my kind of go-to delay because it just does what you need it to do and it yeah. does it straight away. Um, this I think is going to replace. It has for now. It's replaced Echo Boy. I did a mix the other day. I think I had about fifteen to twenty instances of repeater <laughs> on that mix. Awesome. It was just all I used. 
Um, it, you look at the interface, it's really, really simple, uh, everyday delay controls, kind of what you expect. You've got the delay time. It looks a lot like the, in, in terms of kind of just the layout, it's a, it's as simple as the the verb suites stuff. Yeah. I, so it's everything is kind of exactly where you would expect it to be and everything does it's a Branston it's it's what I call a Branston pickle thing. It does exactly <laughs> what it says. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Um I think it's a simple an interface. It's way more complicated than yeah. the verb suite classics one in yes. terms of what you're presented with when you open it up, but I think it's as simple as you can get on a delay interface. Well, there's a lot more variables. Yeah. And you've got a lot more parameters that you're going to want to play with. Exactly. But everything's in the logical place. So you start on the left. Uh, you can obviously sync it to your project um, or you can have uh, no sync or it's got a tap tempo. You've then got the delay time knob. All of this is obviously stereo. You can unlink and link every single parameter. Okay. Um, the feedback knobs, uh, it's got an analog button, which does a really nice, it kind of modulates the the decay of the of the repeat before it's fed back in. Oh, cool! So you stick okay. the you you press the analog knob on and it it adds that kind of analog degre degradation like a, like a tape. So you get all that kind of that wow and you get that flutter that you yeah you kind of get that subtle degre degradation over the repeats. Cool. Um, then you've got high pass filter, low pass filter, a color knob, which kind of it it kind of brightens things up or dumbs things down depending on yep it's not as usable as i was hoping it would be i've kind of left it alone up until now to be honest in what way um does it kind of does it i think if i it, color the tone too much or? no it well kind of it colors it in ways that i don't see as um i don't see as beneficial okay i've i've twisted it a couple of times and it sounded it just, I was just like, oh, that's not what I expected from a knob that said color. Okay. So after that, I've left it alone, actually. So I, what I might do is we could play with it today and add it so you can really hear what the color knob does. Yeah, definitely. Um, and we can try it. Then you've got pan and mix. Um, you've got an input and output volume. It's all pretty simple stuff. There's plenty and plenty and plenty of uh, presets. Yeah, I'm just looking. That's a whole... Tons there's a of whole presets. load of presets. Wow. Yep. Um, there's also all the models that they've done. Um, so you've got, as I said, you've got like tape. There's a memory guy, um, DM2, space delay, plexi echo. So they've modeled kind of some classic yeah. delay sounds. Um, so like that, um, like we looked at last week, that echoplex is up there as well. I yeah, that's what that plexi echo is kind of trying to. Yeah, it would be quite at. interesting. We could try this actually. It would be interesting to see if they've modeled uh, the input response yeah. of the delay. So we could actually take the delay away, crank the input, and push. We could load up that plexi echo yeah. model, crank the input up, and see, chuck your guitar through it, see how it sounds. Yeah, definitely. Would be, would be quite interesting. We could do that. Um, but what I'll do is I will just throw a couple of things. I've got a vocal thing and a piano thing. Yep. And we'll chuck them through it. We'll mess with the color knob and we'll have a listen to how it sounds. Great. Cool. Let's have a listen.
Just a kind of standard stereo digital delay thing. Yeah, it's a nice facsimile as well. It works really well. Yeah. Uh, it kind of does... It kind of just does that out the box. Yeah. Uh, but there's a, a hundred different delay units that'll do that. Yeah. Uh, I've got it here on a vocal, so I just use this to kind of widen the vocal a little bit. It's just a backing vocal. Cool. I think there's three harmonies or something in here, and it's just widening it up. So I will play it to you dry, and then I'll play it to you wet. Still I carry on To all the lights are gone Still I carry on To So with that, I, a bit of low-pass filter, a bit of high-pass filter, and a little bit of the colour, just yeah. so we could hear how it sounded. It, um, it makes it very white, and obviously that's quite an extreme delay as well. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, it's that, a nice-sounding thing, and these are just presets that are just straight out of the box as well. Uh, that, fiddled, that one I fiddled with a little bit. Okay. That one, so that was the preset as it came, and I just, uh, I just added the filters, and it yeah. added a little bit of colour. Um, it also has a preset. Uh, which is the delay as an insert. So in the way that we were talking about with your uh, EP booster, yeah, um, people would have uh, delay units in studios and they'd send a vocal quite a lot of the time yeah. out to the delay and just have none of the delayed sound coming back, just the sound of the unit itself yeah. and how it processed the vocal. Um, I'm not sure exactly what unit this is trying to replicate, but what it does is it adds that kind of old kind of distorted tape sound awesome in a really extreme way and i've i have used this and blended it i've i've duplicated a vocal track and blended this in behind it which works really well but again if you're creating parts and textures then it's you know it's perfect for that oh yeah completely so this one it switches on halfway through okay. so there's the dry vocal and then the 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 vocal with the delay as an insert what's the on. preset called Do you the preset what? is called 40s insert i think let's have a quick look the preset is called 40s tape insert. Okay. Um, and it just, for me, what it what it brings is, uh, if you listen to the kind of, if you listen to those overdriven kind of saturated vocal sounds yeah. that you'd get a lot in uh, kind of heavier stuff. If you go back and you listen to like Lane Staley's vocal yeah. in the Alice in Chains stuff, mm. it's so heavily saturated. Underneath there's this, enormously saturated sound underneath his his original dry sound yeah um and it just adds a real depth to a awesome. vocal this would not be you would not put this on <laughs> your well, you could do who knows you could you could get away with this let's have a quick listen to it you could uh as i said it switches on halfway through here we go still i carry on It sounds great. It sounds I really nice, that. doesn't it? Adds a really yeah. lovely kind of warmth, a real warm sat type of saturation yeah, to it. Great. It's really lovely. And it works really, really well, as I said, blended in along with the dry track. So presumably you can you could send that to a separate bus as well and then have oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then have yeah. another one of the repeater settings on top of that. So you could delay that. That's as well. exactly what I did with it. So what I did was I sent uh, a, a lead, a doubled lead vocal part yeah. to an orc. And I sent it. Initially, my plan was to just send it to that setting. Yeah. Just to get some real grit and some real kind of saturation into that part. 
and feed it back in underneath it. And then I then I I did that. I had another instance of repeater after it. Yeah. Which I chucked a little bit of kind of stereo width and some yeah, delay yeah, yeah. On, on and a bit of color onto it. And that that really brought that part to life. I was gonna me. say it's really interesting. I'd love to hear that on and then with like a you know, a a nice tape kind of modeled uh, kind of delay setting yeah. would be yeah, yeah in the in perfect. in the same vein that kind of yeah. like old school old vintage vintagey lovely yeah. yeah sounds really good sounds great I love that so should we try it on a little bit of guitar yeah can do all right let's do it if we go with uh, go and get this plexi echo and flick the analog switch on it's quite tasty it's very tasty that sounds really nice that's a lovely sounding thing uh so for all the gear nerds out there this is just you know danny's little um laney uh l20h i think it is and i've got a um just a Telecaster in front of me. It's just a, it's a very non-standard telly, but it's a Telecaster <laughs> nonetheless. Um, just in the um, in the bridge position. This sounds ridiculous. So this is the Plexi. This is its Plexi model. Air, air, air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> and the feedback obviously goes up to 110. Okay, so what is that? And if you listen, that's with the analog button on. And so it's starting to decay. So you can hear it. I'm pulling the feedback back now. But you can hear the decay. You can hear the, the effect the analog button has on. Yeah. It's, it's really um, lovely. There's a, there's a couple of things that um, that do this in terms of pedal form. So there's the... the Eventide, um, I can't remember what it's called, a time factor or something like that, and the Strymon, uh, yeah. the timeline, um, particularly the the two Strymons together, the timeline and the uh, Big Sky. Um, Big Sky. Big what Sky. a great there's, name. There's their reverb, and the two combined do quite a similar thing, but they, uh, they just allow you to do all of this live with your feet. But, yeah. Um, really lovely oh, sounds stick lovely. it into kind of stereo mode so if i unlink the left <laughs> get off delay noise. <laughs> now everything goes the bad. left and right delays it's really good for like that devon townsend yeah oh absolutely. my god there's so much delay on this Yeah, it's lovely. Sounds great. Grab them. So, I mean, obviously we're putting this on guitar because that's, you know, what I play. But, I mean, the implications to putting this on, you know, synths and pianos and even to an, an extent like drums and things like that, you know, oh, on sounds hi-hats. Great. Sounds great on like el- electronic great. drums. Oh, yeah, of course. Sounds great on like 808 kits and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, of course. It sounds really cool. Really nice Snares. thing. Snares and cross sticks. Sounds beautiful on them. No, I love it. It's a good thing. So where can people find this so, lovely thing? Yeah, so as we said earlier, it's you can get it on the uh on the Slate website with their 
digital bundle. Yep. Their everything bundle, uh, which we talked about uh, on the last podcast. Or you can buy it directly from D16, uh, d16.pl. Okay. Um, you'll find them there. Fantastic. So We'll post all of this on Twitter and on Instagram yeah, sure. with um, with some uh, a screenshot, a screen grab of uh, the repeater in action. Cool. You're up. That's a lovely thing. It's good, right? It is very good. Yeah, man. Okay. Your turn. So oh, we need to plug We need to back plug in. things back in. Well, that's easy. Oh, no. no, it's not. No, it <laughs> a few moments later. Your go. So, uh, my go. So, this week, um, I've been looking at uh, the Positive Grid Bias Effects app thing, plugin. Thing. Um, so, they've got this piece of software, which basically, if, if you're a guitarist, you know that plugging directly into... Pro Tools, Logic, whatever it is, and using their standard Guitar 2 simulator thing, they always sound, to be honest, complete rubbish. Yeah. Let's be honest. I'll go even as far as to say uh, Guitar Rig sounds rubbish. Well, you know, a Guitar what a lot Rig... Of people use. Yeah, a Guitar Rig is better, but it's still not something that I would even consider, you know, using. Um, so I had a look into the this um, positive grid bias stuff, um, and I am very surprised. So basically, um, we're looking at the positive grid, the, the bias FX, um, and this is supposed to be a sort of, you know, you can turn up to a studio with this, either on your iPad or on your Mac, plug straight in and then have access to any pedals that you might want and a selection of amps and a selection of cabs and a selection of microphones and where you can place those microphones and things like that. Um, so we're just going to look at some of the stuff that's straight out the box because going into it in too much detail, I just simply don't have enough time to do it. And it's, it's too much time. So I thought I'd give you guys just a, a little kind of rundown of, of what you can do. So, um, you can, they've got a free trial on the website, which is what we're using at the minute. Uh, it's just plugged straight into Pro Tools, and we've just loaded it straight up. Um, and so straight up, it loads you with a stereo signal of what is their 69 plexiglass amps, um, a little bit of drive um, into a stereo mixer, and a little bit of delay. So um, if I turn off um, the amps and the drive and the delay so straight in my guitar will sound dreadful mm, mm, delicious. lovely <laughs> straight in sounds like a bag of ass um so there so now i'm going to turn so they've got a drive pedal they've got uh stereo plexis and i'll leave the delay off for now because we don't need to hear that um so this is sort of based on a 69 Marshall, basically. So instantly... It does sound really good. You know, as a piece of software, there's yeah. no amps, there's no speakers. I'm not moving any air apart from what's being moved with my hand when I play the guitar. <laughs> That's it. Um so it sounds pretty good. So in this kind of standard out-the-box, there's uh, a series of pedals or pedal um, 
icons, I should say. So there's a gate, there's a compressor, there's a boost, there's drive. Then it goes into a splitter, which splits it into two different speakers, uh, sorry, uh, amplifiers. Then that goes back into a mixer. And then you've got modulation, another modulation, another modulation, delay, and then some reverb. So even down to things like, uh, if I turn this little reverb pedal on, which looks like a, um, a boss oh, yeah. pedal, um, it allows you to change stuff on the fly. So if you're using this on an iPad, you can technically have this in front of you on a stand or whatever, and as you need to turn on effects, you can just tap them on your iPad and it comes on. So if you're using this live, it is actually surprisingly easy to use live. Obviously, it's not as ideal as having it on the on floor. Um, but, uh, so the reverb... surprisingly good every effect on this has all the normal parameters that you'd expect on pedals so what's their modulation that they've got here you can so you can double click on any of these pedals and you can change them there's different gates different compressors compressors different modulations so if we change this one to what is their copy of a, an mxr uh phaser um we just click the little light and we turn that on and we turn the intensity a little bit up and we turn the speed. So this is obviously going to be a bit mad, but. So we can turn the speed down. Turn the intensity down a little bit. I'm still kind of. So a little bit. It sounds like a guitar amp in a room. It does still sound like a guitar it's, amp in a room. It's really close. It is very, very close. The thing that I've kind of taken away from this and having played around with it with the past couple of days is um, obviously this all the stuff we're just using straight out of the box. If I had had more time or if I was going to use this on a regular basis, which, to be honest, I might actually end up buying this and sticking it on my laptop so that I can take it everywhere, um, is you can set up all of your own presets. You can set up what you want that phaser to sound like. You can set up your own presets of the amp so that you can, you know, if you're in a studio and someone goes, oh, do you know what, I really wish I had that, you can go, I can get you... 95 percent yeah. of the way there and i'm not one to cut corners but 95 percent of the way there in a mix with yep. a load of other stuff yep. is as close as you need to be exactly exactly um so there's a couple of cool things that you can do with this so uh, the signal chain will um we'll put a couple of uh screenshots up of screen grabs what you can do is with the splitter you go into two different amps but what that is more than being two different amps that's two different signal chains yeah so what you can do is you can put different pedals in front or behind either of the amps and, and you different can, amps presumably and as well. different amps yeah. so what i had going the uh, earlier on so uh, at the minute we've just got two um 69 plexis with slightly different eqs left and right so if we keep the top one the same, we'll change the bottom one. So you go onto this and you go on, you double click on the amp 
and now you can select anything that you want. So let's go. Uh, so they've got low gain, crunch, high gain, acoustic amps and bass amps as well. Um, so obviously we've just got the trial version, so it's only got a few things. So if we just go for, this is their 67 Blackface, which I'm presuming is going to be some kind of Fender-y thing. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, if I turn off the other Plexi, this amp will only be going through one headphone for the minute because you can only hear it on one side because obviously we're running in stereo. I turn down the gain a little bit and I'll turn up the master. Um, okay, so we've got our kind of like overdriven blackface amp. Now what we can do is you can turn back on the plexi and you have both running at the same time. So now in one ear, on a stereo on the left, you've got um, sort of a Fender black face, back black face overdriven thing. And in the right, you've got. is that you kind of have to be a little bit careful about the amps that you choose to to go with um, and some of the amps run quite a lot hotter than some of the others um, but all in all I've been surprisingly impressed with the the bias effects um, well I know I know sorry to interrupt you because there's right. a lot to there's a lot of different things to show off in this I know that you're kind of a little bit apprehensive about all guitar <laughs> emulation stuff. As, yes. a, as a guitarist who's, you know, spent a lot of time with a guitar plugged into a real amp. Yeah, completely. Any kind of idea of just DIing straight into a into a console and, and then doing everything in the box scares yeah, you. it does. Because, and understandably so, because there's no real tubes involved at that point. Yeah, and I've always kind of been like, I like, you know, I like being able to work with an amp i like having an amp there and i like being able to change the actual dials on the amp and i like kind of going mm, let's see if we can make the power valves work a little bit harder but i don't want the preamp valves to be working quite that hard um and you can do that with a real amp and it's it's a bit of a kind of a learning curve because this is really something that is massively different um, and a lot of guitarists will be the same. They won't like doing it that it's way. It's a little out of your comfort zone. Yeah, um, but I, f you know, I think a lot, a lot of manufacturers and a lot of design guys are going this way with it. You know, you look at Kemper and you look at the amps that Bar uh, Positive Grid are, are coming out with, yeah. and and everything's kind of going that route a little bit. Um, so I thought it was worth taking a look at, and I have to say, I'm I'm very surprised. Um, I think it sounds great. I think it sounds good as well, and and that's weird. Um, so <laughs> I've put this both back to plexis now. So you've got plexi left and right. Um, so now we've got plexis left and right. But now we can add something extra to one of the signal chains. So there's a little button, and you can click add effects. So let's stick um, a treble booster in front of one of those plexis. So now we've got a little treble booster in front of one. If I 
turn that off. Turn it back on again. So this is it, pretty much in a nutshell, is your own personal box and flight case of amps and tools and pretty much anything. I mean, so we've got the trial software. It's not got everything on. With the full version of everything, there is a whole range of amp heads. Everything's from old Marshalls. Uh, a plexis through to, you know, Randalls and high watt stuff. There's some, uh, all the Fender stuff, all the Tweed stuff is in there. All the Blackface stuff is there. Um, there's a couple of Bogner bits and pieces. In honesty, like you said, you know, 95% of the way there is pretty much yeah. all you're going to need on, on most circumstances. And if you spend enough time with all of this, you're going to get much closer than that. Um, it's worth having a look at these guys. Positive Grid, um, they've been doing a lot of promo. Um, my Facebook has been completely awash with it, <laughs> partly because I've been looking at it. Um, well, even I keep getting them pop up on the suggested yeah. articles on Facebook yeah. and stuff and like that. They're doing a lot of very cool things. They've got some other amazing bits of software. Um, so they've got their Bias Amp plugin. Yeah. Which I think we're going to have to play with. Which I think we're going to have a look at. Um, I think we might have to A-B that with maybe a Kemper if we can get our hands on one yeah. and some other bits Try a few different modeling yeah. things. And that's a, a proper amp and speaker cab emulation piece of software. They've got the bias pedal. So this is... So Am I right? This is with the amp and with the pedal, you can actually go in and change components. Yeah. So with the pedal, you can take a standard pedal. And you go, I wish that had a MOSFET in. And you just, just take out, out that and you put another one in and you can change all the resistors and the transistors and you can change the pots and you can change, you know, whether it's hardwired. It's just hacking and tinkering. It is but just in the software realm. Yeah, it's exactly. Hack hacking and tinkering for people who aren't sure how to solder and potentially don't want to destroy pedals they yeah. already own. Yeah, I've not played with this hugely. I've watched a lot of YouTube um, <laughs> about... Uh, how people have done that. And I have to say, again, it's really blown me away with what they've been able to do because it's very accurate. It's very, very simple to do as well. The um, the Bias Amp software, you can do a similar thing. So um, there's a great link. I'll I'll stick it up on uh, on Twitter. Um, but it's a guy who's who had a... It was a Randall head or something like that, and he wanted to model that... And he took, he played it into his computer and then he found something that was similar on the bias amp and then the bias amp modeled his head and then he switches between the two and you won't be able to tell which one is which. It's a lot like the camper stuff. Um, so yeah, this is a fantastic piece of gear. Um, I love it to bits um, and I kind of wanting to get my head around it. There's a few issues that I've had with the iPad version. Okay. Getting the right adapters uh, to make it yeah. work. We're still not in a... The, the kind of iPad peripheral market is very yeah. big and there's a lot of different peripherals, but yeah. we're still... There's 
there's so many different ones. So it's... I think the the best workaround that I found. So the the iPad app for this is eight pounds. You know, you can have all of this on your iPad for eight pounds. That's it. Good God. Do you get everything? Surely not everything you get in the the pro, what they call their professional version, which is I, was it one hundred and fifty nine dollars? Yeah, I don't think it's quite everything. It's not far off though. It's a lot that's on there, um, and that's much more for musicians on the fly um, who are looking to use it live. Um, but the best workaround that I found for that is uh, the Griffin Studio Connect. Okay, and that's fifty quid. So actually, yeah. it makes that eight-pound piece of software nearly sixty. Yeah, if you're talking about using this live and stuff like that, that's not a piece of hardware you want to skimp on either. No, it isn't. You don't want a cheap uh, link in the chain. Yeah, because because then why? If your guitar's going into your iPad through a five-quid cheap uh, adapter from China. Yeah. What's the point in all the effort they've gone into in their coding? Well, I mean, and so I have to one. To get of, it sounding good, I have one of those, and it's one of the little camera adapter things for your iPad. Yeah. Um, but it means that you've got your iPad, which is connected to an adapter, which is connected to a cable. So you've also got the added worry that one slight tug, you know, those little, yeah. you know, I've got an, an iPad Air. You know, the Lightning adapter is fairly solid, but it's also under a centimeter long. Yeah. So one, you know, slight tug and that's going to come out. And if you've got your guitar signal going into there, going just, you know, if you're not using an amp, you're going straight front of house. That's it. You're you no guitar signal at all. You're yeah. I think, at, in the I think at the moment you'd be a bit crazy to use that live personally. Yeah. I, I think it's struggle. a great, great studio tool. If you want to chuck it on your iPad, sling your oh, iPad in absolutely. your, in your, guitar bag and take it to the studio with you when you're recording something yeah completely. it's a great idea um so those are the only kind of couple of issues that 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 i've had with the pro version which you um which you get which i, I would suggest that you uh went for rather than the standard one just because longevity yeah um you know, you're not going to have any of those issues if you're running it on a mac and you're running it through a proper interface in the studio it's Fantastic. So if you're running a little studio out there and you don't want to skimp out or you don't want to skimp out, I should say, you don't want to spend a thousand pounds on a Kemper and then have to go and model all the amps, which I wouldn't suggest that you did anyway. I suggest that you go and buy the amps. That's a whole other, <laughs> That's a whole other conversation we'll have on another day. Um, you know, it's it's a very good replication. Um, and yeah. like you said, you know, it's better than anything else. It's better than... Uh, iRig is it the guitar uh, rig guitar rig, guitar yeah. rig one there's a the, pv one which um, i haven't played with that link which i had for a while there's the s gear um, stuff yeah which is which is decent but you know we had a play around with that before and it, it just that for me sounds like an app yeah i wouldn't shy great. away from diing a guitarist and recording that no i wouldn't I'd at be, all yeah, I'd be more than happy to record that. Awesome. Should we end it there? We shall end it there. Cool. Cool. Uh, have a good one, guys. Uh, come and find us on Twitter, Instagram. Instagram, you'll find us at, at Audioblobs. Uh, Twitter is uh, at Audioblobscast, all one word. And Facebook is forward slash Audioblobs. Well remembered. Oh, that's my job. Awesome. See awesome. you next time. See you later on. Bye. Bye.